Hello, my beautiful geeks. How is everybody doing today? And welcome to the Geek Fortress Podcast. And it's time for part two of our very, very popular question. Is the MCU dying? So without any further ado, we're going to get right to it. But before we do get to it, of course, you know what's coming. It's a geeky fact of the day. Did you know that it was a classic episode of Star Trek The Next Generation that inspired the idea for Avengers Endgame? We're talking about the final episode of the show called All Good Things. This is what inspired Kevin Feige for the story. Instead of digging into the thorny particulars of time travel and all that crazy stuff, the Avengers joke their way through the adventure, leaning heavily on the nostalgia of moving through the older films so that everything still lines up. Hey, Star Trek coming to help again, right? Long live and prosper. It's a geeky fact of the day. Alrighty, I hope everybody had a great week, weekend. Whatever time you're watching this, I hope you're staying nice and cool if it's hot outside. Or you're staying warm if it's cold outside. You could be watching this in December. Merry Christmas if you're watching this in December. But hey, also happy birthday if it's your birthday. But let's get to it, guys. So last two weeks ago, we spoke about, we started to talk about uh, the big time question right now, which is, is the MCU dying? And we spoke about basically how after Avengers Endgame, everything kind of just went to hell. And how the uh, quality hasn't been the same as it was for the Infinity Saga. Meaning that the projects has not been as good. The writing has been a little lazier. For more details, please feel free to listen to part one of it. Because in this one, we're going to explore the TV show section of the new faces um, after Endgame. Now, just to clarify, this is 100% based on my opinion, so your opinion may differ from what I think, and it is 100% based on what I think a certain quality of TV show or uh, movie. It's based off just from personal experience with years of watching TV shows as well as movies. Also, also, I am not looking at the Netflix shows. Very important. Even though, yes, technically, Daredevil is now part of that universe. We don't know if it's the same or a variant. We just don't know. So I'm not going to look into any of that. And also not looking at any of the Hulu ones or any of those side ones. We're just focusing on the main MCU, starting with WandaVision. And uh, up to this point, which is up to uh, Secret Invasion, if I'm not mistaken, is the last one. And yes, I do know that Daredevil Born Again is going to come up, but it hasn't come out yet at the time of this recording. We may revisit this after that. So, just with all of that out of the way, let's rock and roll. Okay, awesome. So, I mentioned in episode one that one of my favorite, uh, if not my favorite show of this new uh, quote-unquote Disney TV show time was WandaVision. And keep in mind that a lot of these shows, except for maybe Loki, and I think She-Hulk may have another season too, I, I don't remember. There are just one season. So they have one season and between six to nine episodes to tell the story. So WandaVision was the first, was the one that started it all. And and we're t- if I remember correctly, this was March 5th, 2021. Uh, I think that was the, the last episode. I think it started January. Yes, it started January 15th, 
2021. It was like a good new uh, New Year's sort of situation. And the show did such a fantastic job at exploring themes that uh, some people don't want to explore, such as grief, loss, and how far you will go in order to try to uh, make it to, to that dream that you want, to, to be with your loved one and basically bring someone back from the dead, as impossible as that is. But when you're a superpower being like Wanda, she she was able to make something happen. I really enjoyed the introduction of Monica Rambeau in this. It's one of the things that I like because I'm actually looking forward to the Marvels. Uh, and a lot of people are not, but I am. And I really enjoyed that. I wasn't a fan of the fake out that they did with not Quicksilver. And, um, Mr. X-Men Quicksilver. His name was Ralph Boner, I think. Like, what the hell is wrong with you, Disney? Yeah, not a fan of that. Uh, that whole fake out. But we got Agatha all along out of it, which was amazing. And then she's getting her own TV show. Last I checked. And uh, a lot of great things came from that. And we finally got the Scarlet Witch that we have been waiting for for so long. The, the show ends with Wanda finally being the Scarlet Witch. We don't know yet if she's the mutant Scarlet Witch, but she's the Scarlet Witch nonetheless. And from beginning to end, the show had me. I'm not going to lie. Like, I love the old TV show style, like, from black and white to, like, full house type of shows, which is funny because her sisters were in full house. I just thought that was super cute. And I believe that that was a very well-written show. So after that, if I said to myself that day, the first, like, when the show ended in March, if all the shows are going to be as good as this one, Sign me the fudge up. I'm in. I'm in all the way. Let's do it. But here we are two years later, and we still have questions about what happened to White Vision, because he never showed up in uh, Multiverse of Madness. And there's just a giant question mark out there. But I'm going too much into details, because up next was the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This was March 19th of 2021. And... I don't know. I personally did not like the villain of the show. She was annoying. I just wanted to RKO her. I was not a fan. I was not a fan of hers. The whole I don't know what it was. I don't think I don't think it was the actress. I think it was the the, the reason behind her evilness. And then Mr. Not Captain America. I like that angle better. I'm forgetting his name right now because of course I am under pressure. And um I enjoy that angle, like getting the shield dirty. It was such a crazy symbolism, you know, because the, sh the shield has never killed anybody before. Even though he's thrown it pretty hard, Steve Rogers. But, and then at the end, he becomes um, who he's supposed to be, which is the uh, agent. I'm forgetting his full name right now. I almost call him Agent America. And that was pretty cool. I like that. I like the introduction of new characters like that. And he did a good job. I remember all the memes that came out. When it was like uh, the Captain America that you want and the one that you get. After this, Steve Rogers is done. He has retired. He's an old man living on the moon, apparently. The writing was a little sloppy, in my opinion. I do feel like um, the pacing was also too quick. Because it was six episodes. 
So it was six episodes of uh, Sam going from, no, I don't want to be Captain America, to, yes, I'll be Captain America. The show touched on a couple of sensitive subjects, such as racism, which is a very good thing to touch on. So I enjoy that. Uh, I, I don't like when the show relies too much on certain topics, however. So I do feel like as much as they showed what they showed, it, it could have been a little less. But I see why they did it. So I see it. And overall, it felt rushed. It felt rushed. Before I knew it, we were in episode 6 and that was it. And he became Captain America. Done, done, done. And he's Captain America without the, the Super Soldier Serum. So that's going to be interesting to see in the future. But we haven't seen the movie yet. So I feel like of all of these movies, the only ones who have like resolved into something right now, and kind of, it's WandaVision. Because it's the only one that have gotten a movie when we see Wanda after, um, after WandaVision. So we see Wanda in Multiverse of Madness after WandaVision, even though they seem so disconnected because the guy who did, um, when they shot, Excuse me, uh, the writer from Multiverse of Madness had not seen WandaVision because I think at the time it wasn't even written yet or finished shooting. So that created kind of like a moment, you know? But then we go into Loki. Let's go into Loki because I enjoy Loki. My only complaint with Loki is that it was too short. I think this is one of those that should have been 9 to 12 episodes because you have time travel at your disposal. Some of the best episodes on any TV show or anything that I've seen involve time travel. One of my favorite movies of all time is Back to the Future, for Pete's sake. So, they should have spent more time in these, like, apocalypse scenarios, as they call them. And just kind of enjoy it more. Like, in the trailer, when I saw that Loki was D.B. Cooper, and D.B. Cooper is one of my favorite mysteries of all time. And I was like, oh my god, is he just going to like go back through time and quantum leap his way through everything? And I was like, I'm in for this. That's really what I thought originally it was going to be. It was going to be something like that. But it was not. And it was a missed opportunity that they did not get to do more when they were time traveling. But getting past all of that, this show introduced us to the multiverse. And variants and all of this crazy stuff that later on gets more touched upon in Multiverse of Madness. So you have to suspend belief and just know that at this, just at this point in time, the multiverse got created. So Andrew Garfield Spider-Man got created. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man just got created. Venom just got created, etc., etc., etc. So you suspend this belief and you're like, okay, fine, let's do it. So Loki is to thank for that. And we get introduced to Khan for the first time. And... I feel like that one version of him was not that terrifying because he said he has a whole bunch of other variants that are so much scarier. And, uh, oh, and by the way, guys, I still didn't watch Ant-Man, the last one. I do know that Kang the Conqueror is in there. I think that's his name. I'm just, I just, I, just, I, I tried, but I found myself watching better stuff instead. I said it. So I just kind of read about it, and I, I'm okay. I, I haven't missed much. And uh, I just don't want to waste two and a half hours if I can help it. Um, true story. So, yeah. So, Loki Loki, Loki was a thousand times better than uh, the last Ant-Man movie. I said it. And uh, six episodes. Six episodes felt a little rush, in my opinion. But I get it. 
you're getting a second season. So I hope to see more. I'm excited to see more, and I hope they do more with the time traveling. I really, really do. Um, and then we're going to What If. So What If it's probably my second favorite because I've got I've gotten some time to simmer on it in it whatever you want to say, and I, I Loki was probably my favorite my second favorite at the time, but What If has definitely gone up. All right. Now, why is it that What If is such a good story? So this is loosely based on some in a comic book series that came out a while ago, which also ask what if for certain heroes. And you got to see certain things that me personally always wanted to see. I'm a huge fan of Marvel Zombies. I own all the volumes that came out, the Army of Darkness crossovers, this, you name it. I have it. It took a while to hunt everything down, but I have it because I really, really love that story. I am deeply connected with that story. I love it. I read it at a time when zombies were not the big thing. I don't think they are anymore anyway. But I read that like before I started reading The Walking Dead and all of that. And it, it, it holds a special place in my heart. As weird as that sounds because it's very gruesome and gory. But it's a really good story. It's a really, really good story. And if you haven't picked it up, I highly recommend that you do. But anyway, so they looked into that. They looked into Captain Britain. Uh... They looked into so many other things that could have been, but weren't. Like Party Thor and all of those. And it was nice. It was. I, I'm a sucker for other world stories. I like what if stories. Because you know that no matter what happens in here, it's not going to affect everything else that's going on. So, yeah. And seeing how all of that... You thought that every episode just wasn't going to connect to anything. But then you get towards the end. And Ultron actually knows that he's being watched by the Watcher. And then they all have to get together to stop Ultron. And I always thought that Ultron was really, really nerfed in the movie. Because Ultron is a really powerful foe. And he was definitely nerfed for the movie. So the fact that we got this new version of him in What If, it was just beautiful. It was maxi. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, I even got some of the action figures because I enjoyed it so much. Like Pete with the cape. Uh, I believe we also got um, the Gamora or somebody else. The point is, we, we, we got a few of the figures because we really, really enjoyed it. So, What If is definitely up there. It's like One Division and What If, I think, were the the home runs of this TV show era for Disney. And then we're going to Hawkeye. Now, I'm sort of in the middle with Hawkeye because I like him as a character... I understand that this was like a passing of the torch show. But again, six episodes. So in six episodes, they had to solve the problem, find a rice, find a fall, and pass the torch. In six episodes. That's it. Yes, they're about an hour each, but I don't believe that that is enough storytelling to fully go into knowing how this new Hawkeye came to be. Um, I, I, I love that again, that it was a passing of the torch. I love the the setting New York city during Christmas within see Spider-Man swinging around, but it's okay. I'll let it slide, but it just felt rushed. And, and you're going to hear me say that a lot throughout this for a lot of these shows that only had six episodes because it did a lot of this six show, uh, six episode shows could have benefited from maybe one or two episodes. 
but they didn't. And I think that is what, instead of making them a 9 or a 10 for me, made them like a 6 or a 7. And Hawkeye was that. Uh, the ending was good. I mean, we get to see Kingpin again. And it sets up Echo, which is coming out in the future. But I feel like this maybe would have been a better opportunity to introduce back Daredevil. Instead of in She-Hulk. I understand she's a lawyer too, but I don't know. That's just me. That's what I personally think. But yeah, that's Hawkeye. I can't really go too much into detail anymore. So that's pretty much it. Uh, Moon Knight. Again, six episodes. This guy has three main personalities that we see in, uh, in the show. If I remember correctly. And I feel like every personality should have had his or, or its own episode before we went into the story. I feel like it would have been a better build-up. You would have understood the character better, even though they did the flashbacks and everything. I think that it would have been a really nice addition to make that happen. Just take a couple more moments and just do it like that. Take your time. Tell the story of each one of these personalities because they're all interesting. They're all interesting. Steven's interesting. Everybody's interesting. So they all should get their own. Especially Mark. Because I believe that Mark is the main one. So even though Mark was around for most of it, I feel like they should have spent more time. In case I didn't make that notable enough. Again, you're going to hear me say that a lot about these. Uh, and then I was, I was kind of getting iffy around this time. You know, I was like, man, I don't know. These are getting a bit hard to watch. Uh, but don't get me wrong. The action in Moon Knight was amazing. And it had some excellent cliffhangers. I got to say that. So before all of you guys get mad at me. It had some excellent cliffhangers. It had some amazing uh, side stories. The CGI for the couple of things was, I believe, a bit better than we had seen before. So that was also a plus. So, no complaints on that aspect. But again, I just wish that it wouldn't have felt rushed. And a lot of these felt rushed. And you almost cannot see the, the, the love and care when they're this rushed. And again, we haven't seen Moon Knight since. I don't know when we're going to see him again. Uh, I believe they might be making another season for this. Although they never said it. They said it was a one and done. But it ends in a cliffhanger. What? Yeah. It ends in a cliffhanger. And you're just like, wait, so that's it? We're not going to get anything else anymore? And yeah, basically nobody has confirmed that there's going to be another season. You see a completely different personality at the very end. And then you're just told, go F yourself. You're not going to find out what happens. Who knows? Maybe they'll give him a movie someday so they can kind of go into detail about it. But at this point, I am not holding my breath because we don't know. We're just assuming at this point that that is going to be the case. And yeah, so just for that, no, I didn't like that. But hey, maybe you liked it. Maybe you like the fact that it was a nice cliffhanger. Some people like cliffhangers. I, I'm like in between with cliffhangers because cliffhangers are just a hook that's trying to bring you back. 
it's almost a guarantee that you will at least watch the next episode for the next season and they'll get their numbers and i think it's kind of bs but hey i've been doing cliffhangers all the way since back in the day knight rider star trek buffy you name it they've all had cliffhangers so i'm used to it at this point but i feel like by this time 2023 there should be a different tool to ending things you can make it a cliffhanger but don't hang off the cliff when you're about to fall. You know what I'm saying? Make it a semi-cliffhanger. Like, don't Thanos that shit. That's all I'm saying. All right. And then we're going into Miss Marvel. Hey, sue me. I enjoy Miss Marvel. I know a lot of people didn't. I did. I love the setting. I love the writing. I love the... When, um... What's-his-face? Bruno was like, Oh, yeah, there's something in your genes. Like a mutation. And then you hear, in the background, I was like, ah, I like it. I was so freaking happy. I think I rewinded that like six times. Like my wife and I were just listening to it over and over again. So that was like the first mention of a mutant. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that felt good. I was like, oh my God, it's happening. I Michael Scott that shit. It was great. Uh, I like the the fact that this is a new superhero. Although, technically, you can say that Moon Knight and the new Hawkeye and all of that. Whatever. But, no. Miss Marvel, it felt more like she came out of nowhere. Because she wasn't ready to be a superhero. She's just this girl from Jersey City. And, yeah. So, I liked it. Again, it suffered from being too short. I feel like they could have done maybe one or two more episodes. But I'm just nitpicking at this point. But I like the casting for Miss Marvel. I like the casting for most of them. I like the view into culture in this as well. That was really cool to see. I enjoyed it. And above it all, I like that it leads into the Marvels. But again, it leaves you with a cliffhanger. When you guys just heard how I feel about cliffhangers. So, yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. It's not, but it is. <laughs> and overall, solid acting. I really enjoyed everybody who was in that show. I really did. Until we Larson showed at the end. Ugh, I'm just kidding. She, she's doing better. She's doing better. <laughs> and I really want to see more of Kamala's adventures. I really do. Like, that show felt like a comic book. Like, I was turning pages in a comic book. Like like a Saturday morning cartoon. Which, again, that's what I think The Flash felt like to me. I know people hated that movie. I know I'm going into DC, but I just have to throw it out there again. That if you enjoy Saturday night Saturday morning cartoons, you should have enjoyed The Flash. Because that's what it felt like. It was a cartoon. It wasn't the best, no. But I enjoyed it. Fuck it. I got my tickets for a Blue Beetle. And I'm excited. At the time of recording this, we're watching this. We're going to watch it Saturday. So that's going to be fun. So you'll hear about it soonish and then we're gonna go to the next one and this next one guys it started okay then it went in the middle to meh and then by the end of it i'm just like what am i watching and that was she hulk attorney at law which was just gonna be called she hulk at first by the way but then they added the whole attorney at law blah 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 i I mean i like the casting i like the fact that the hulk was in it 
at this point we're used to the whole breaking the fourth wall but i feel like deadpool has set such a high standard for that kind of comedy that she hulk almost felt forced whenever she was uh whenever jen was breaking the fourth wall i was just like i don't know i don't know i don't know like i think with deadpool we have enough by the way can i wait for deadpool 3 and I, I, I don't know. And this one was nine episodes. And this is one that I actually, I think, should have just been like six episodes. Because it just dragged like crazy. Uh, yeah, it connected to a couple of things. Especially from uh, Shang-Chi. Again, I'm probably mispronouncing that. I'm sorry. And it showed us that she was able to master the power so much quicker than Bruce. Which, whatever. Uh, that, that felt like... Bruce's arc was just useless if she could just learn everything this quick. But regardless, um, and let, what? Where do we start? The, the, the twerking, the um, the CGI, which even though they fixed it, it still looked very, very bad. Like I just gave them a compliment on CGI, and then this one just, just down. And it's, it wasn't even that far ahead. This one came out August. Moon Knight came out in March. Like this, between 2021 and 2022, it's like not even a full year difference. And if you have good CGI for one, I would expect you to have good CGI for the other one. But that was not the case. Like She-Hulk CGI was horrendous. There were times where you could see it more than others. Which is weird because I feel like the Hulk looked good. The Hulk looked good, but for some reason, there was something... I think it had something to do with her hair. I think her hair was not flowing correctly. I, I think that's what it was. I can't put my finger on it. But then, Bruce looked great. Like, in the sh in the scenes when they were outside, like in the sun in Mexico. They 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 looked great. Even her looked great, because she had her, her hair in a ponytail. So, I think the hair is what, what really killed it for me. And then the whole, once she broke through Disney Plus, I was like, okay, what was in my coffee this morning? And then she meets Kevin, which is like a machine, a robot, and then she asked for like a rewrite. My God, it was, it's like Deadpool himself wrote this episode. And I was not a big fan of it. Uh, but it's, by the time it was over, I was like, I, I don't know what I just watched. I don't know what's real. I really don't. I'm just going to move on. Forget this ever happened. And then it ends on top of bad CGI, bad design. Because at the end we see that the Hulk comes back with his son. And his son looks like shit. I'm sorry, I said it. Like his hair looks horrible. His coloring looks horrible. There were so many people that did, like, corrections of the CGI or they did, like, deep fakes where he looks so much better than what the final product from a Disney was. So if somebody who is not in Disney can do a better job, Disney, you got to get your shish together. Because that leads us to Secret Invasion. Oh, boy. Wow. That was a hard watch. I... I dislike Secret Invasion more than I dislike the villain in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. 
like out of all of this, I think the one that I liked the least was the Falcon and the Winter Soldier until I watched Secret Invasion. And I watched She-Hulk. So Secret Invasion, six episodes, thank the Lord. See, this one I'm thankful for. Just came out June 21st. Just ended July 26th. It was a month of BS. The everybody was secretly a scroll. scroll B. I'm not gonna go too much into details because this one is fresh. I'm not gonna go into spoilers. But the ones who were scrolls, and then you were just like, "Excuse me, how long?" And then the the whole like, see, I don't want to go too much into detail, but let's just say there's a point where two characters who are souped up in other characters' juices. That sounds so wrong. Oh, my God. Powers. In other characters' powers are battling each other. And it's just horrendous. The CGI was atrocious. The, the, everything. Just everything. Everything about it. Everything. 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 And I don't know if it was just me, but Amelia Clark's acting felt a little flat to me. It felt a little forced at times. And especially at the very end. You'll see if you watch it. But again, my personal opinion. Game of Thrones fans don't come at me. Be like, what are you talking about? I never saw Game of Thrones. Oh my god, he never saw Game of Thrones. No, I never did. I don't get the hype. I'm sorry. But anyway. And I do think that... Secret Invasion was unnecessary. It could have been a movie. I said it. Remember how I said in the last episode that... Uh, what was their names? The Immortals? I don't even remember. Then he, Whatever the hell their names were. And the guy who had like Superman and Angelina Jolie. That's how much I care about that movie. That should have been a TV show. Well, this one. Secret Invasion should have been a movie. I think in a two and a half hour movie you could have put everything in there. And not waste my damn time with it. Alright? Alright. Good. I said it. And that that's all the TV shows that we've had so far, guys. Is the MCU dying? Like I said last episode, I do solemnly believe that it will die if they don't change their writing. If they don't find again that formula that they found for so many years. 10 plus years. For the good stuff that they did. Granted they had more mainstream heroes. But you can do it. If you turn the Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant-Man. Into really important characters. You can do the same thing with these characters. You really really can. And if we're going to go into the future. With everything coming up. Um, I am excited about the possibility of that Marvel zombie show. I really am. Not going to lie. But. The movies, especially with Secret Wars and all of that, and the possibility of being able to see a whole bunch of characters from the past come back, I am super excited about that. So this is your chance to put who you have to put in the bench in the bench and tag in the good players so you can score in the 90th minute. That's what it comes down to. You do not want to go to extra time. You do not want to go to penalty shots because you will lose. You will lose your audience. You should not play with that. Everybody who started watching at that point, a lot of people were kids. Now they're older. Now they're showing their kids. Or it's just simply like me. 
we, I was an adult the whole time, but at this point, I'm just kind of like, okay, I need something good. I need something good. And not too long ago, I read that the Secret Invasion director or writer, he said something like, oh, the reason why it had so many bad reviews is because Marvel fans are hard to please. No, I don't think that's correct at all. I think superhero and movie fans are not hard to please. There's a formula you already have. Implement it, stick to it, and be better. That's what it comes down to it. You have Loki Season 2 coming up. Echo, Ironheart, Agatha, Daredevil Born Again. Very excited about that. Super excited about that. It's supposed to be 18 episodes. That's what I'm talking about. Hopefully, I don't eat my words. And they don't make it too long. But 18 episodes, that's like following up on Netflix. And then we have another season of uh, What If. I forgot. What If is going to have a season 2. So I'm very excited about that. And then in the future, future, we have a possible Wakanda series, the Spider-Man freshman year, then the sophomore year, Marvel Zombies, like I said, Wonder Man. They're doing a Nova series, I heard somewhere. And then Vision Quest, which is finally going to pick up in what happened at the end of WandaVision. And this is not coming out until like 2025? What? Why? You need to tell us what happened to Vision soon. All right? I don't think that Scarlet Witch is dead. I really don't. Spoilers, in case you didn't watch Multiverse of Madness. I don't think so. And then they're going to do a What If Season 3 as well. So, listen. You can do it. Now, with the writing strike going on, you have some time to recoup your thoughts, make it count, come back, become stronger, and like the Phoenix, no pun intended, come out from the ashes and be better because i know you can do it so that the marvel universe will not die because people will lose respect or umph to go watch these like you're already ruining everything with the live action movies but that's for another episode don't ruin it with the superheroes like you've made some mistakes along the ways and the fans have been like <laughs> okay we'll let it slide but eventually everybody will slide themselves and just slide right out of the movie theater and not watch any more of the crap that you're producing. So Disney, wake up, do better, be better, and come back. It's this Marvel Cinematic Universe dead. It's dying. That's the answer. It's dying. But what did you guys think about this episode? Let me know. Tweet at me. Please don't forget to follow the podcast. Share it with your friends if you haven't done so yet. And uh, please leave a rating if you can. Whatever you may listen to, there might be an option to leave a review or a rating down below here somewhere. So please make sure you do so. Share it with your friends. Five started if you want. Tweet at me. It's uh, My tweet is at GeekFortressPod. So you can check that out as well. You can tweet at me. And uh, come check me out on Twitch if you want. I'm live every other Wednesday and Friday at between 7 and 8 p.m. Till about 11 or sometimes midnight. Sometimes I start early, but you can follow and you'll get notifications when I do go live. I just reached 500 follows and I'm very excited. I am also going to be doing a September challenge of gaming for 100 hours for cancer awareness. So I'm very excited about that. And yeah, come play with us. We play some Dead by Daylight. Sometimes we play some other games, but come find out. I would love to have you there. Until next time, guys, I have been your boy, Lewis. You guys have been awesome. Do me a favor. Stay awesome and geek on.
Don't forget to make somebody smile tomorrow. You never know when it'll save their lives. Be nice in this world full of BS. Be the anti-BS. Hasta luego, muchachos. Bye-bye.